A family that laughs together sticks together. That's simply because the lighthearted moments of sharing a good joke is an extremely powerful bonding agent. Humor helps families break down barriers, encourages us all to just relax, let go of our stresses, and simply enjoy each other's company. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode of the Raising Them Ready podcast for parents. Hear me encourage and support parents who are doing the best they know how to raise their kids to become confident, capable, and kind in an ever-changing and often unpredictable world. I'm your host, Jonathan Catherman. I'm a family man, career sociologist, and best-selling author who believes our children's greatness tomorrow begins with good guidance today. In a recent study of laughter conducted at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, researchers were able to measure how sharing a laugh and not just laughter in general can bring great benefit to our relationships. Specifically, shared laughter signals that we see the world in the same way, and that perceived similarity ends up being an important part of the story of our relationships. Ultimately, the biggest benefit of families laughing together rather than poking fun at each other is the way shared humor strengthens our feelings of connection, support, and the bonds of love that unite kids to parents with corny jokes and parents to kids with their warped senses of humor. So in the hopes of bringing a smile to your face, I've invited my friend and fellow author, Rob Elliott Tigan, to join me on this episode. Now, Rob's written a whole series of laugh out loud joke books that earned him the honor of being named one of Amazon's top 20 best-selling children books of all time authors. One of the first short jokes Rob shared with me years ago and then I shared with my kids remains one of my favorites to this day, and here it is. What kind of tree can you easily hold in one hand? You think about it and I'll deliver the punchline at the end of this episode. After Rod and I have talked about the importance of raising confident, capable, and kind kids, who have a good sense of humor. Rob, you are a funny man. Well, thanks. Some people would disagree with you, but uh, but I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I, I just think I'm funny looking, but you actually have humor. In fact, you write about humor and how important humor is in the home. I'm trying to do a proper count. Is there nine joke books you've written now? Wow. Um, you know, I, I get asked that and it's funny because I never know how to answer because we, you know, I've been doing this. The first book released in 2010, the first Laugh Out Loud joke book. And um, so they've done compilations and we've done like lift the flaps for younger kids. And so um, it's probably more up close to 20 now if you include all the ki- the kids books and uh, we've got like lunchbox notes. It's 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 crazy. We got we got everything now. Everything from bad dad jokes, which are actually pretty funny, uh, to like you said the the lunchbox, the you know, add add jokes to the kids' lunchboxes. Those, what a great idea! Love that. Yeah, it 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 is fun, and we've got a um, even have a uh, desktop calendar that we've been doing the last few years. That's been fun and. So yeah, just any great way that you can get some some humor and some some lightheartedness in your in your day and in your home and to engage and, and have fun. So does so anybody ever like find out you're a, a joke book author and say, Oh, tell me a joke? All the time. Yep. Yep. Like, give me your best. What's your jokes? Yeah. Do you have sure. a best? See, I'm gonna do it too. I'm gonna enter right into the fray and ask, do you have a best dad joke? Uh, well, I have I have a few of my favorites. So uh, my all-time favorite that I usually go to is what do you get when you throw a pig in the bushes? I don't know. What do you get when you throw a pig in the bushes? A hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that, that's my favorite. Hold on. Since you can see me, but the audience can't, I'm going to roll my eyes for all to hear. 
Oh, okay. Yes, man. you got it. You got to groan. I mean, the the ones that you groan at are are as fun as the ones you laugh at, honestly. So. Okay, so that was one of your your favorites. Which which one do you hear people repeat back to you the most often? Um, it's it's funny that the uh, the, the booger joke seemed to to be um, you know what do you what's the difference between um, broccoli and boogers? I don't know what is the difference between broccoli and boogers. Kids will eat their boogers. So I, <laughs> I I get that one repeated back a lot. I don't know why. I don't know why. I wonder how they end up picking their favorite booger joke. I don't know. I don't know what the uh, the parameters are for that. I just you know I think I think kids. I I, I don't go there too often, but you know you've got to throw a, a a burp or a booger joke in every now and then just to to keep the kids engaged or maybe it's to keep the dads engaged i don't know but that was my feeble attempt at a bad off-the-cuff dad joke how do you pick your favorite booger joke <laughs> ah man ah, see that was good that was good in, in prepping for this conversation though I, I did a count of how many dad jokes i have and i realized that there's a theme to most of the dad jokes i tell and, and they're almost always about umbrellas really yeah the problem is seldom do people laugh at them, and I think that's because the the joke goes over their head. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying. All I'm, right, I got that I'm one. So, I got that one. So, so that one didn't go over my head actually. So maybe maybe I've been doing this long enough, you know. Well, I write about life skills, and you write about humor and connection. How in the world did you decide that you're going to bring, you know, the focus of your work to helping families laugh more? Why, why is this so important that we smile and laugh as a family? You know, it's, it's funny. Um, sometimes life opens up doors and you're, you're, you're doing it for one reason or think you're going one direction. And then, you know, it's got such a bigger, broader purpose than you even realize. And so, you know, my background, um, I've been in, in publishing, um, worked for the publisher that you were published with. And yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, yeah. And I've always been, love corny jokes. And, and that's, I'm always, you know, fun dad. I love doing stuff with my kids and that kind of thing. And But um, initially, I was just trying to fill a space for a customer. And I went to an editor at the company I worked at at the time and said, hey, do you think we could could do some, you know, a joke book. And she kind of said, oh, I don't see why not. What were you thinking? You know, do you know somebody who could do it? Do you want to try it? And uh, at the time I thought, well, sure, I'll try it. You know, um, I had been in publishing long enough. I thought I could do this. And so we, it ended up that how we, I got the jokes for that first book was every night at the dinner table, my family would sit around and we would either make up jokes or the kids would bring jokes from, you know, school. And we would, we would try to, you know, do the thumbs up, thumbs down. And I think, you know, I, I think that's why people connected with that first book so much, because I really had a test audience every night because my, my youngest was six and my oldest was in, you know, I think ninth grade, early high school. And he, he contributed sometimes. I won't say he, he probably he groaned it. more often than, than had an original. Exactly. Exactly. But I did have this awesome kind of organic test audience of and and it it just it changed the the fun at our dinner table and um and it's to the point now we've done it these last few years and i still get texts from my older kids all the time where they when they think of a joke or my wife is is i created a monster in her she sits 
and you know at night we'll we'll be sitting in bed talking and stuff and and I'll be like what are you thinking about and she's like I just came up with a joke but you know saying that I have to say the the letters I've gotten the emails I've gotten from parents um that have said you know this book got my kid reading my kid struggled to read but um it's been so fun and just the the confidence booster it is you know i always tell people that um really it wouldn't matter if my name was on the books or not because once the kids open those jokes and start telling them and mom and dad are laughing and the brothers are laughing the sisters are laughing the grandparents are laughing they become the the star of the show um you know so there's just something special about uh when we when we laugh together and 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 enjoy our kids that way because it does build their confidence in in ways that you you don't realize so the joke the joke book started in one way and and it's just become so much more than i i would have ever imagined so it's it's fun well how could it not have taken on a life of its own some of my favorite memories of a family is when we're laughing together yeah absolutely absolutely to have the smile plastered across your face. Like you said, you can do it right at the dinner tables telling a, a, a one or two liner joke that, that makes half the table roll their eyes and the other half the table spit water out their nose. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I like to say, you know, kids love me, parents hate me because we have these little books full of, you know, five or 600 jokes that they can, you know, tell each other in the car, you know, on road trips or at the dinner table or whatever. And so after, you know, about 50 to 100 of them, the parents are like, uh, why, why did we get this kid this book again? <laughs> <laughs> Your books have been bestsellers, particularly around holiday seasons to make amazing stocking stuffers and easy gifts to give for a birthday party. Uh, there was a point one Christmas where you and I were battling back and forth for the number one bestselling book on Amazon. And uh, I think for a period there, I had it for a minute, but you won out. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's go back a little bit because you've got, you've got five kids. How, how have you seen this affect your kids as they've grown up, this whole theme of humor in your family? You know, I think we've just, over the years doing that, we maybe don't take life quite so seriously. And it just wakes your brain up to look for opportunities to laugh and smile and um, I think, you know, in this day and age, more than ever, we need that, you know, because our lives are, are busy and our schedules are busy. And sometimes we try to figure out how do I carve out X amount of time for each other? And, and you know, quality time is important. Uh, quantity time is important. But I think sometimes we forget that we there are little moments we can do, even in the car, just telling jokes with each other at the dinner table and that kind of thing to to connect and 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 leave a leave a conversation or leave a room with a smile on our face rather than stress or you know that kind of thing so many families today are, are struggling with that balance between you know the stress of life and raising kids that that can often bring into the family frustration not that the kids do just just I mean raising kids isn't easy and rushing around between sports practice or music recitals or dance or clubs or camps or there's just, it, it feels like there's just a lot of tension often. One of the things I loved about when our kids were little is just watching them be naturally funny and they mm -hmm. didn't even necessarily know they were doing it. I just sit back and laugh and then that slowly dissipates kind of over time as they grow up and feels like things get more stressful. So for you to be able to provide an outlet for that uh, by literally cracking a book. Uh, parents, here's what I'd recommend you do. 
go get one of Rob's joke books and put it in the back seat pocket where your kids, you know, kick the seat with their feet. Just slide that book in there. And every now and then, you know, to the reading level, have them pull it out and tell you a couple jokes while you're driving the car. Sure beats them just being on a device silently behind you as you drive somewhere. Rob, you've got two different pen names. Your actual name, right? Rob Tigan. But then you have Rob Elliott is where most of your joke books are. So if people are looking for joke books, they're going to be looking for Rob Elliott as the author name, right? Yeah. So the first book I ever published was was the joke book. And then uh, my wife and I started doing family resources together as well a few years later. And so she, for some reason, she didn't want to be Elliot, that, which is my middle name, is what I used as my pen name for that, for the jokes. And so, yeah. Now, now I've got uh, two two split personalities going. <laughs> when you have multiple books for families uh, that you've written both on your own and with your wife, and that they would find under Rob Tigan. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, this is kind of the ethos of what we love to do, and that's, I mean, create practical resources for families. So even the first book that that my wife and I wrote together was a. A uh, date book for dads and, and daughters with full of 88 ideas for for dads to take, you know, their daughters out and and connect with them and, and have fun with them and create memories. And so that's that's what we do. So whether it's jokes, whether it's conversation, um, it's it's staying connected. 88 dates. Yeah. Yeah. 88 great daddy daughter dates is, is the, the title of the book. Do you have a favorite your kids made you laugh experience? Oh, wow. Um, well, you know, going back to the, uh, the date idea, I remember I was, I took my youngest daughter, uh, out and we, so we were going to go for a bike ride and we were going to drive or ride our bikes, you know, through the trails down to this, our little town, get some ice cream and go down to the lake and, you know, have all these, this fun experience and these great memories while we, we started on the bike trail. They had all the road because they were doing a bunch of construction. So we ended up going, we tried to go around and then we found ourselves on busy roads. So we ended up going biking all the way back when we were about halfway to the downtown. So I said, well, I'll throw the bikes in the car and we'll drive down and we'll bike, you know, into... so we did that. Um, then we went down to the to the river down, down by the ice cream place and um, she cut her foot and I mean, we just had thing after thing after thing. And so, you know, we're, we're walking back and she's like, dad, I got to tell you, this is not one of your best dates that you planned. <laughs> um, but, but I love that because it's like, you know, again, it was about, we, we look back at that and we laugh and it wasn't a great, you know, scenario, nothing went as planned, um, but we still created memories. So uh, my kids are always, um, yeah, keeping me humble. They're always, you know, kid, kids are great at, you know, pointing out your uh, your faults in fun ways and, and reminding you and humbling you. So um, that's one that comes to mind. Well, the time spent together is the most important and valuable thing. And, and there's times where, yeah, you're right, there, there's bad traffic and, and cut foots and the dating goes planned. And other times where we, we just laugh and have a blast together. But we can remember both because we spent time together. And purposeful time, not occupied time. I see a lot of families spending occupied time together, meaning their time is occupied by something else. Mm -hmm. So they may be in proximity to one another, but they're not doing something together. 
The worst case scenario is like when you're at a restaurant, you look over and here's a family eating, but everybody's on a device. Everybody is on a different device. And they may be enjoying food, but they're not enjoying time together. Um, or, you know, next time you're at an intersection at a stoplight, just look over to the, to the car to your right or left and, and see if, you know, how many people are, are actually engaged, you know, while, you know, waiting for that light from turn from red to green. You know, if they're talking to each other, if they're enjoying time together. The, the, the time spent with our kids is limited. It really is. And, and if we aren't purposeful in our pursuit of them, and, and not to not to helicopter over them by any means, but to, to create that time together that's memorable, so much of it is completely forgettable. I uh, was talking to a uh, friend recently, and um, she said something that just kind of knocked me over. She said, 18 summers. That's what you've got with your kids, 18 summers. And, you know, and it's like when you put it in, when you put it in that perspective, you you realize how limited that, that time we have with our kids is. And you're absolutely right that I think we have to be so much more intentional because I think with, you know, with our phones and just and our computers uh, right at home, and so many of us are working from home now, and um, there is something to distract us from having meaningful connection um, and, and laughter and taking advantage of, of everyday moments um all the time you know and so we can even have good intention um to spend time together and then um you know we get our phone buzzes and we pick it up just to answer a text but next thing we know there's a news thing that comes up and oh we you know and before we know it an hour two hours have gone away and it's time for the kids to go to bed and you know and i've i've been guilty of that too many times um but I'm always reminded how easy it is to get distracted these days from what's important. Yeah. Our family has a little bit of a dark sense of humor. And so half the time we're, we're saying something funny, but it's followed by too soon, too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Something bad just happened. And and one of us (laughs) has a joke about it. And it really, there has been many times that it's helped lighten the moment, the load, whether the, the pain just occurred or, um, you know, it's and sometimes it's years past. In fact, uh, Cole just said a joke the other day that we all looked at him and groaned. He goes, "What? Too soon?" Well, the incident was years ago, and and it was just it was like you know he he scratched that, but it was it was pretty funny. Um, when we lost our dogs uh, two years ago, we lost two dogs within ten days of each other, uh, both yes. from old age, and uh, and I took the second dog to. Uh, to the aftercare, you know, they have all these fancy words for this now. And I'm, I'm driving back and I'm talking to Erica on the phone. And I said, I just left Maya and with, with the care. And, and she goes, honey, Maya died 10 days ago. You just dropped off Bailey. I said, well, I told him it was Maya. And I had, <laughs> I, I had given him the wrong name. I had done all this wrong information. I had to turn the car around and go back to, to the facility and correct all the information I gave him because I was grieving so much. Well, I came in the door and, you know, I'm still crying. I'm, I'm emotional about losing our second of our favorite dogs. And, and, and the boys met me at the door and, and they both looked at me and they give me big hugs and they looked me straight in the eyes. And my son says, I'm Cole. 
Yeah. And, and our other son was like, and I'm Reed. <laughs> you know, just reminded me of the names, you know. <laughs> Too soon, Dad? You forgot the names of your dogs. You better remind you of the names of your kids. I think humor wow. can help lighten those loads sometimes. And uh, and I think we sh- sometimes we just shouldn't shy away from it because our kids can be really funny really easily. And, and we got to just laugh about it. It makes the moment yeah. better. Life brings stuff our way um and life has its stressors and and you know we can we can go through it uh frustrated disconnected annoyed uh you know and and sad and and those emotions sometimes are appropriate too obviously but um but you know humor in and throughout it um helps us helps us get get through it together and uh reminds us that that there's always laughter around the corner too as much as there might be uh, some stress or pain or whatever. So Well, and we should steer towards that laughter as often as possible. We need that release in our brain. We need that release in our face. My, I love the feeling of my face when it hurts from laughing so hard. It's like my cheek muscles are like, yeah, give me a break. Just give me a break. Not to mention my abdomen's like, you haven't done a lot of sit-ups lately, so you got to stop laughing. You're hurting us both here. Got any jokes you want to share with us? I mean, I'll trade you. Let's do some joke trading. How about that? Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, You can go first. Okay. Uh, These are adulting jokes, you know, because our kids are at that adulting age. They're not really like knock, knock jokes, but how about this? You know, your kids are adulting when they used to have a bedtime, but now they tuck you in and just go back to whatever it is they were doing. (laughs) That's good. So, you know, most of mine, like I, I write jokes mostly to, you know, like what, six to to nine, 10, 11 year olds. So mine, you know, uh, what do penguins use in science class? I don't know what. Beakers. Beakers. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's great, isn't it? Okay. Um, I'll trade you back this one. This is, again, adulting. Kids want the freedom to act like adults, but uh, adults just want to have a snack and take a nap. Amen. Yep. Amen. Yep. I love that. I love that. What is a gardener's favorite game? What is a gardener's favorite game? I don't know what. TikTok grow. TikTok grow, groan. No, no, just grow, not groan. TikTok. I'm gonna groan. That was that was a groan. I know that um, was a groaner. Let's see. At the end of each of our chapters in the Raising Them Ready book, we put in some just joking quotes or jokes or comments. How about this one? Kids would be a lot cooler every time they shouted mom or dad. If they followed up with you're awesome or thanks for keeping me alive. <laughs> I love that. Speaking of just, just a side note, I think my, my 12 year old is on his third time through your manual to middle school book uh, that you sent him. First of all, I think it was just thought it was cool that you signed it, but, um, but that book is like, like, Oh, okay. What am I navigating through? It's been, been amazing for him so well thank you um that's just a side note but um can i give you my favorite knock knock joke please do okay knock knock who's there billy bob joe penny billy bob joe penny who seriously how many billy bob joe pennies do you know <laughs> None. i don't know any <laughs> well exactly i'm at the door like i mean come on <laughs> oh man okay okay um 
Oh, d- this is terrible. I'm, I'm doing myself a terrible injustice. So in the manual to middle school book, we wrote our jokes and then on the bottom, mm-hmm. you have to flip it upside down to read the answer. It makes it makes it harder for you to. Okay, you ready? I got one for you. Mm-hmm. What has one foot on the right, one foot on the left, and one foot in the middle? I don't know. A yardstick. Good one. Good one. Three feet. I don't think I've heard that one. So I tried not to steal any of your jokes. You got another one for me? Yeah. Yeah, I've got one. Uh, why did the fish go to jail? I don't know. Why did the fish go to jail? Because he was Gil. Guilty. Yeah. Gills. Fish have gills. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here you go. A cowboy rode into a small western town on Friday. He stayed two nights and left on Friday. How could this be? The riddle. Oh, riddles. Let's take more than humor. Those take uh, smarts. So I don't know. Usually not good at riddles. I don't know what. what. The cowboy's horse was named Friday. Ah. It all starts to make sense now. Riddles. So right. how, how can you see your garden in the dark? How can you see your garden in the dark? I don't know. How can you see your garden in the dark? Plant a lot of bulbs. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm even a gardener. I should know that one. Yeah, I did that one for you, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Not joking do really appreciate you spending some time with us. If people want to find out more about your joke books, they need to look up Rob Elliott. They want to find out more about your parenting and relationship and marriage books. They need to look up Rob Tigan and your wife, Joanne. Yeah. So the easiest way to, to find Rob Elliott is go to laughoutloudjokesforkids.com. Um, and the easiest way to find our items to connect your family, marriage, parenting, and all of that, you can go to growinghometogether.com. And you also have a podcast. We do, yeah. Growing Home Together is, is the podcast. And you can find Growing Home Together podcast on all the major podcast platforms. Yes, or you can go to growinghometogether.com um, and we have it there as well. Excellent. Okay, take us out with one last joke. Oh, one last joke. It's got to be a a good one then. Um, What do you get when paper towels fall asleep? I don't know, Rob. What do you get when paper towels fall asleep? Napkins. Oh, napkins. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) As I tell you, the groaners are as good, you know, like I said. It's all about laughing and groaning. Okay, take that one to the dinner table with you tonight, parents. Hand out paper towels to everybody as napkins. And as you hand them out, say the joke. What do you get when paper towels fall asleep? Napkins. Napkins. Napkins, yeah. yeah. There's your there dinner you joke right there. All right. Rob, thanks so much for spending time with us on the Raising Them Ready podcast. And uh, I really do appreciate you. And we'll be giving away some of your books So uh, hang on here. I'll tell you how to do that. Look forward to seeing you in person, I hope, soon. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's great, man. Take care. Parents, I really do hope you and your kids are finding something to laugh about together every day. If you need a little help cracking a smile on your faces, just head over to Amazon or into your favorite bookstore and buy the entire series of Rob's Laugh Out Loud joke books. 
They're affordable and a great way to give the gift of laughter to your kids and family. Now, as promised, here's the punchline to one of my favorite Rob jokes. What kind of a tree can you easily hold in one hand? A palm tree. Get it? A palm tree? Yeah, all right. I'm not so great at this. I also promise I give away one of Rob's books. So head over to the Raising Them Ready podcast on Facebook or Instagram, follow the page, and message me your favorite joke. The first 10 people who share a joke that makes me laugh and that I can repost will receive a copy of Rob's Laugh Out Loud joke book. Well, again, thanks for listening to this episode of the Raising Them Ready podcast. To learn more about teaching your child about the life skills and personal resilience they need to successfully launch in life, be sure to pick up a copy of our book, Raising Them Ready. It's available wherever you buy books. Also, check out our other best-selling life skills books for tweens, teens, young adults, and personal development titles for parents, educators, and mentors. If you're interested in booking me for an upcoming speaking engagement, parent enrichment, or professional development workshop, you can contact me through our social media pages or email me through our website. You can find, like, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Raising Them Ready Podcast or on our website at RaisingThemReady.com. Also, please follow and leave us up to a five-star review wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you have questions about this episode, comments, or suggestions about parenting topics you'd like us to bring to the Raising Them Ready podcast, I really do want to hear from you. Simply contact me through our social media pages or website. Again, we're easy to find on Facebook and Instagram at Raising Them Ready Podcast or online at RaisingThemReady.com. Now, thanks again for joining me and Rob Elliott Tigan in today's discussion about raising confident, capable, and kind kids who have a good sense of humor and regularly laugh out loud. Now, parents, go and enjoy the day, knowing your child's greatness tomorrow begins with your guidance today.